Victor podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Today we are here to discuss episode 5 of season 1 of Dexter, Love American Style. Something you said before we turned the mics on that you can't believe we're at episode 5 already. I know, I feel like we just started. Well, we did. (laughs) Never mind then, actually. You know what really threw everything off? Was doing, releasing the first week, two episodes. Yeah. Because that really like sped things up. Yeah. And to that, this is one of the episodes where if we were going to do a two episode in one episode two television episodes in one podcast episode this would have been the one yeah uh we'll talk about it because there's a big cliffhanger here do you know what i'm talking about i mean we'll get there okay <laughs> <laughs> um all right so some some stuff to clean up anyone you wanted to give a nice so, little shout out to Lindsay tweeted at us yes she did um i don't have her instagram i just know she's a photo lover and yeah <laughs> i don't Something, know what the numbers yeah. are um but thank you so much for um just tweeting us and showing us that you like us and the follow yes and our ever so loving fan janet <laughs> <laughs> uh so she wrote in we love you <laughs> she wrote in she, yeah she's when I say this, I'm like not over. I'm not over exaggerating, although it sounds like it. Like she's kind of keeping us going. It's yeah. not like it's not like we were gonna stop yeah. unless she didn't write in. But it's kind of like now I'm already in the habit of we release the episode on Sunday, and I wait Monday for her email. Yeah, it's you know? just it's fun too. Like she commented on a few things. Um, today is Thursday. She commented on a few things today, and it was just she didn't even know that we were recording. I'm assuming, but it was just like oh, like a little bit of like added motivation. Yeah. She told, um, she, the same way I've made friends from the Six Feet Under podcast, she's made friends just from liking Dexter and Michael C. Hall. Because she even told me she had made friends from Manchester, England, Scotland, Russia, Spain, Italy, and more. So cool. And so then she gave us, gave me, because we were talking a little bit like how kind of amazing Michael C. Hall is and all the other stuff he's been in that we both haven't seen. Yeah. Um, she just... In a good way, bombarded me with links to other stuff Michael C. Hall has done. That's awesome. And I wanted to watch it, but also, if if you if where we're at right now is we're doing two episodes, two podcast episodes a week. Yeah. Which means we watch Michael C. Hall close to four hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to see Michael C. You're starting to look like Michael C. Oh Hall. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, um. It's just like, I'll get to all Michael C. Hall <laughs> when we finish Six Feet on there. Yeah. You know, because right now it's like Michael C. Hall overload. Um, so funny. The, it, honestly, though, I agree with you, but Dexter and David from Six Feet Under, totally different just people. Just yeah. That I... You forget I the same literally actor. forget, yeah. Uh, In a good way, obviously. And then another, something else. So if you remember from the Popping Cherry episode which is now two episodes ago. Uh, if you remember Jeremy Downs and one of my nitpicks was how did he only get four years? Yeah. That's like, that's insane. Uh, Colton, our friend from Six Feet Under yes. and just our friend overall. Um, he, he, so he works, I don't, I know he left, I know he works for the government in terms of a jail, whatever. I, I, like law enforcement? Yeah, I think he actually does work in a prison. Oh. Um, or was going to, I believe he left it for something else. Anyway, he, he was speaking on the idea of like four years from manslaughter or whatnot. Um, and I guess for Florida, since we are in Florida and the show takes place in Florida, Florida has a mandatory 80% rule. You have to spend 80% of your sentence behind bars before making parole probation. Other states don't have that. For instance, Texas, you can get six years for manslaughter and only serve two, maybe three. Florida usually has a lower sentence time, but you serve more of it. Interesting. So maybe he got six years. That's mm-hmm. why that is four years, 80% of that. I can't. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then the idea of like it being manslaughter. He kind of lost me just a little bit, but this is how like fucking technical, legal, all that stuff gets. Mm-hmm. Manslaughter is killing someone, but it was a split second moment. No real thought or premeditation. So I can get into a fight with someone 
and me hit back and they turn to leave from the fight and I pull a gun or knife and attack. It was equal fight until then. My life was no longer in danger, but I chose to go and kill the person. That's manslaughter. Like it's, almost like unintentional, like a car accident. I, I've read this like quite a few times and every time my mind keeps going back and forth like, wait, what? You know, <clears throat> um, but but murder, I didn't plan that exactly. There was there had to be thought in it. The, then capital murder is planning and killing. Mm-hmm. Everything is premeditated. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually manslaughter is usually a smaller sentence. He says, I usually see five to eight year sentences here in Texas. Okay, so that was... Yeah. Um, realistic. Yeah, and he gave me other examples and it got... To, to try and illustrate his point, he got a little political, but like I, it, it did help me understand. I just yeah. don't want to... Raise, you know, talk political. We're here to. Yeah, we don't want to. We we're don't want to have another one of those. Yeah, episodes. <laughs> another one. <laughs> Did we have one? No, no, oh. no. Um, and I guess the last one, David Green, uh, our fan from Six Feet Under, also following us over to Dexter. Uh, something that we can't talk about until we finish season one, at least, is the books, because okay. I thought season one and the books they follow the same path. And then after season two and the books, they go into the second book. Uh, but the idea of in the books, I could say this, Aster and Cody become kind of like serial killers in training. And Dave was just saying how this ep- the last ep- last week's episode, let's give the boy a hand with all those flashbacks and whatnot, uh-huh. would have been like good groundwork if they decided to go that. But you can't have eight-year-olds killing on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, definitely not. Uh, I guess all that being said, we can start to get into the episode. I have some thoughts. Okay. So April is Autism Awareness Month. Okay. <laughs> all right yeah no but and, no, no, and it's go. the whole thing of like is it what is dexter is right. he autistic you know and again i have no like mental mm-hmm. history background nothing like that but so i defined what autism is and it's a mental condition present with from early childhood characterized by a difficulty in communication and forming relationships with people in using language and abstract concepts challenges with social skills as well as unique strengths and differences Okay. So it's like totally Dexter spot on. Right. Um, so I just thought that that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the title of the episode being Love American Style. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Someone's uh-oh. calling and FaceTiming live on the air. Do you have to get it? No. I could pause it. No, it's Jolie. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Jolie. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, so then the um, episode title, Love American Style, I just think it's sad that people that don't live in and I, I love America, God bless America, all that. Mm-hmm. But it's sad that people have this like vision of like the American dream that literally sell everything they have to you know to come here and it's like what Americans are doing are just scamming people. Like it's like it's such like a you yeah. know like it, it like it just um like it's just Is that how you took the episode ironic. title? Kind of, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really funny because I took it completely different and that there's a whole lot of love. The idea of love and like flirting in this episode to me more than others, just because Dexter with Rita and yeah. going down on her, Deb, Tony Tucci and like the other, the doctor. Yeah, no, I totally took it as like people are dying for this like American dream. Wow. And, and, and like Dexter even You're mentions- You're a thousand percent right. <laughs> and Dexter even mentions like in the tow yard, like he yeah. sees like an RV, like, oh, that's like the American dream of like what people like literally dream of and, wow. and die to come here. And it's just so sad when you really think that people are coming here and, you know, look at like- you know, you know? I, again, I, I took it a completely different way, but if, I mean, no one's really right, but you are more right <laughs> if, if possible. Cause yeah, yeah. You, you look out, look out, <laughs> look how wide your smile is. <laughs> Always. I'm glad that we have that on. I've on never seen it. Oh my God. Your, your <laughs> cheeks are going to get stuck like okay, that. Okay. Now we get started. Uh, <laughs> I guess a question for you. Uh, I guess first we're at how many kills now? Six. Six. So we were at four in this episode. Yes. Okay. Four and secondly... Uh, if if we want to like, we don't have to rank every single episode, but I believe episode three, Popping Cherry, was the one you were like, wow. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Where does this episode rank? Um, so this one, it, it's funny, I guess, how the episodes um portray things. Like last week's episode was a lot about the ice trick killer. We found like a lot of stuff out about that. There was like a lot yeah. more to it. Whereas this episode, like not as much about the ice truck killer, but I feel like more about Dexter and more about like his kind of background and why he is or how he is the way he is. I guess we right. don't really know why. Um, so it's almost hard to compare. 
right? Because we're at, it's like different stages. But um, I do really enjoy the character development. Yeah. So I I liked this episode a lot. Yeah. I thought this was pretty good. I think the popping cherry still is still what got pop me. For you. Yeah, yeah. But but at the same time, like I haven't been like let down yet yeah. or yeah. since. Yeah. Um. Okay. So with that being said, we can get into the episode. Uh, I guess I mean our episode kind of starts with Dexter daydreaming before he's interrupted by Dokes. Do you have the line that Dokes says? No, I don't. Stop grinning like a fucking psycho and get back to work. <laughs> I love Dokes. I'm, yeah, I, I totally forgot to bring this up. You texted me during the week. I might leave you for Dokes. I did, and I that <laughs> the offer still stands. I might. I am literally. I think he's so funny, and um, it sucks that you clearly know the ending and i don't but it's like i hope that he like stays around for a while because i think yeah. his like little one-liners and just how he's always angry i think it's hilarious i love it yeah it's it's um i laughed out loud like every time but yeah dokes uh man there's so much i cannot say because i, I want to compare him to another character don't from another show it. i can't i can't um but Yes, Dokes is like a a favorite yeah, of the he's show. So cool. He's he's definitely like it's not if if you start the Dexter conversation with someone, it's not long before you get to Dokes. Yeah, but a little sad thing about it. So Eric King is the actor. Don't break my heart. <laughs> I, I'm gonna break your heart a little bit. So Eric King is the actor. Okay. Uh, little. This is definitely like a little side note. I when you brought it up this week, I love Dokes. I said choose one, and yeah. I sent you a picture of me. And I met Dokes. And I chose uh, Dokes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, so I had met Dokes at Comic-Con in 2013. Uh, and just a really quick little story. So when you're at Comic-Con, especially like the San Diego one, you're just carrying around so much. They call it swag. It's shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. and you're just, you're, you're walking. It's just so funny to see nerds. And I could say that because like I am one of those nerds and you're just carrying around so much shit, anything that people are handing out and you're buying ridiculous stuff around some money. <laughs> so uh, I'm on the line to see Eric King and he's, I mean, in this show, his muscles, his like bicep is like the size of my torso. Yeah. And I'm fat. So that's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's like a huge feat for Dokes. That, and I met him in person. It's like, oh my, he, I feel like he could cripple me with his hand. Oh my God. Like he just takes his big fucking mitt and I, right. Uh, so I'm online and he's like, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Big fan, whatever. He's like, he like looks up and down and he goes, you got a lot of shit in your hands. Ah! <laughs> and I have a picture, like one picture I have, like me and him are just smiling. And there's another picture I have where he's like, pointing at my bags and he's like that's a that's lot of awesome. shit you know um oh anyway to get back to the eric king um when you go to like his imdb i he didn't do much else i know he did oz yeah and dexter he may have done other stuff but nowhere near close and like what to me the sad part his imdb photo is a picture of him from dexter yeah like you know it's not even like him on like the carpet yeah. or anything. like you know Don't what i mean so bad for him though <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I mean, like yeah, come yeah, on. yeah yeah uh um and so our episode kind of picks up where the last one left off, you know, basically a few hours later, yeah. right? Um, and they're at the hospital where Tony Tucci was found and where the ice truck killer lured him into. Uh, I guess this is the point. Do we want to stick with this and sort of Deb and the ice truck killer? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we kind of see here that there's nothing here at the hospital. No. Um, they have to do a bunch of forensics. Yeah. And all that and whatnot. Um and picks Tony, up, go ahead Tony Tucci says that um are you referring to the scene where Deb at least asks him like what do you remember uh I, I want to go back just a little bit okay because Deb Deb is sort of stationed to go sit by Tony Tucci yeah um and you should see like go kind sit of on top of Tony yeah Tucci until he wakes <laughs> up with her orders uh and uh, like you know we just kind of see Shonda her yeah. I don't want to call her a prostitute friend her her contact from Vice. PF. Let's call it that. Yeah. Her PF, right. <laughs> um, it's just funny to see her just kind of like, Dokes means nothing to her. Yeah. Like that's Deb's superior, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. Um, but Shana like, you know, yeah. who, like who the fuck are you? I and know. Dokes like, no, no, who the fuck are I you? Know. <laughs> uh, um, so yes, this is where Deb, Deb and Dokes, they go sit on Tony Tucci and they have to wait for him to wake up and then yeah, want to so, get some information um, from him. So in the very beginning scene, I think that Dexter says, I'm not the only one who enjoys isolation. My shadow companion chose this place well. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like um, in Dexter's talk, I, I don't exactly um, know what to refer to as, but when he talks out loud to himself or in, in, when we're in his head, I guess, whatever, the talk over. 
What's it called? Uh, voiceover. Voiceover. I'm sorry. Okay. So when he's doing those voiceovers, he's making a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. He's making a lot of similarities to him and the Ice Truck Killer. Yeah. So then Tony Tucci says that he kind of, the Ice Truck Killer kind of came up behind him and was wearing a mask. Yeah. So it's like Dexter kind of comes up behind yeah. people. Dexter isn't isn't physically wearing a mask, but essentially course, is, you know? Course, yeah. So I thought that that was pretty interesting too. Like just more similarities between Dexter and the Ice Truck Killer. I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then when they're when they're there, sort of investigating Tony Tucci, just trying to get some information from him, we see some flirting between Deb, Tony, and the doctor. There was a lot going on there. What do you mean? I mean, that was like a love triangle that just like has, has spawned in like ten seconds, and <laughs> it was know. like what? And honestly, Tony Tucci, like, man, like you don't miss a beat. Like you don't have a leg well it's kind of like you said like this is probably the last time i'm ever gonna get a really well, pretty yeah, woman to true. talk to me so yeah. like you know so kind of get it <laughs> uh, um and then deb while questioning sort of does the let me blindfold you yeah uh that must be so difficult to ask yes yeah and i feel like as a police officer like that's your job because you're you're dealing with time like he's gonna strike again like time is so sensitive in this whole case but how do you ask this guy who's just been blindfolded for how many days like right. you know to do that again yeah to experience this and i, I just thought it went horribly wrong but mm-hmm. at the same time like i get that that like that's probably standard procedure i am i, I, I imagine um i mean with that being said it kind of like you know obviously deb is new to this yeah and it kind of surprised me dokes was so like mad at her for it yeah instead of just being like oh maybe next time but that's do still those, dokes. yeah dokes like the oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. uh, um but yeah i i thought it, i thought something like that is rather useful and we actually see it be pretty useful yeah i thought it was everything. cool um you know when dokes and her were back in the the room yeah. with 22g and he said you know um, how about blindfolding, you know, yeah. Morgan, you, you know, go for it. And I thought that was cool. And you could tell that she was like, just as surprised as we were watching, you know, yeah. but, um, but that was nice. And I think that she just made a good point when she said, you know, you've been doing your job for a really long time and you're good at your job, but like, these are new eyes with new techniques and like, you need to be willing to, yeah. you know, like, like she kind of finally stood up for herself Yeah. and I, I was reciprocated, you know? Yeah. So that yeah. was cool. Uh, uh, to, to dial back just a little bit, there's the one of the guys they're investigating was a security guard Perry. Yeah, is he a security guard or what was I, he? He was he was involved with the hockey rink, not the hospital. No, he's a security guard at the hospital. At the right? hospital, yeah. yeah. Um, and his his little pop up, it makes me wonder how true to life this is. Like when there's like big cases, how many? Because Laguardia says like, listen, I've seen this a thousand times. Yeah. He's a, I believe she calls it a lucky Lou, mm-hmm. where you kind of just want to know what's like. You know, if there was a big I don't know. Uh, the the closest thing I can remember to this was the 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 DC sniper. Where that was like a, an American. Yeah. And I'm sure there's been more since in the past twenty yeah. years. Uh, but just the idea of you wanted to be close to that, so you just kind of you're investigating whatever. Um, you know, I wonder how much information you do get if you are Perry. Just weird that like you know. Yeah. And it, I guess I'm saying that because. It was something where they brought it up to where Laguardia's like, yeah, I've seen this before plenty of times. Right. You know? um, so Masuka finds out some of the sheet straps have been taken by the rats. And since they don't know particularly what to look for, that's why they have to go back mm-hmm. and they go to Tony Tucci again. Um, I I probably wasn't paying attention when you were... You did talk about when they were successful with the the, the wrapping of his eyes so you're not paying attention to me i was podcast as well (laughs) yes i said that it was um just it was just neat that you know um they did again and you could tell that tony tucci was still timid about it and was still yeah but it seemed i mean like you know that's when he realized about the menthol and he realized about the the lozenges and and gave them really useful information that he probably could not have done if he wasn't blindfolded. Because if you think about it, like if you smell something or if you listen to a song or anything like that, it brings you back to yeah. something. I, so, and, that, and that's, you know? the, that's again too, I wonder how, you know, and there, there's a million cop shows where you could find out stuff like this, but I wonder like how true to life that is where it's just like... I bet you it is. Yeah, it has to yeah, be, right? Yeah. Just where he, that's, he couldn't think of the menthol, menthol before yeah. and all of a sudden once you put the blindfold, yeah. it's like, oh my God, I could sit there, you know? Um... So they go back to the crime scene. That's where they find 
Dun, da, da. Partial fucking print. <laughs> <laughs> Partial print. Uh, I guess all along, it's kind of funny to see Dexter just like, you guys. Yeah. Chasing your own tail. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, but I think it didn't go... But at the same time, does Dexter know much more than they do right now? Good point. He did. He did a little bit before, but right now? Uh, I, I, I guess more, you know, uh, something that's... Something that no sometimes, spoilers. I know, something that sometimes separates this show from others. Uh, all of those photos and the body, um, limbs, mm-hmm. body parts, like they weren't even brought up in this episode. Yeah. You know, um, so Dexter knows that that's like, that was all directed towards me. Like you guys, you can go investigate the whatever, like that was all. Yeah. So I guess in terms of that, he knows more. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, if you, if you, pulled Dexter aside, you know, really yeah. interrogating him. Listen, this is all I know. Yeah. So, in that point, you're right. Uh, um, Deb sends Shonda in for some reward for Tony Tucci. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy. And he gets some love. He gets some loving. American style. Yes. <laughs> this is where... Uh, there we uh, go. This is your interpretation this is, yes. of it. <laughs> okay. Um... And, and you know some something else sort of with Deb in this episode because it kind of starts out where Dexter's like get a life, mm-hmm. and, and, and in a good way. Like you know yeah. you need to you need to balance your your right. Your, She's your, like becoming obsessed with it. Yeah, um, and then like we see a little bit of flirting between her and the and doctor. The doctor. Yeah. yeah. Um, thoughts thoughts on that kind of ending little montage there. Um, thoughts uh thoughts on her with the doctor. Just 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 we just kind of. I, I was glad um, LaGuardia said when they found the partial print, she goes, oh, you know, it was luck. And Doak said, actually, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was, it was hard work. Yeah, you know. Um, so I thought that was a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, with Dev and the doctor, hopefully it'll go somewhere more than the mechanic that doesn't have an apartment or <laughs> right, doesn't have right, a house, right. you know. Um, so that's the only thing I, I had yeah. on that. I was just glad that, you yeah. know. <laughs> and and we'll continue on with that next week. Uh, Want to move on to Dexter and Rita? Yeah. Rita, seeing how sad her coworker Elena is, um, you know, we find out that her husband's missing. Yeah. And this whole thing with the coyote and her husband coming from Cuba, then they kind of pop up with the whole surprise thing. Uh, um, but but it goes back where Dexter, Rita asked Dexter if you ever longed for something. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of where I can't remember now. Now I can't remember if we were talking on mic or off mic. Um, we. It's sort of like small talk doesn't cut it anymore. Right. Because uh, they've kind of taken it to the next level, yes. but Dexter doesn't have a next level. Yeah. <laughs> and, and His answer, by the way, I totally <laughs> remind me of you. Like a thousand percent. Have you ever longed for anything? An Atari? Yes, yeah. that is you. <laughs> uh, um, to beat Zelda level five or something. There's no, there's no levels in Zelda. Okay? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yes. <laughs> Listen, last episode, you accused me of beating you. And- oh, yes. Uh, uh, by the way, that's not true. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you writing in like, hey, does Marissa need help? So need funny, no. Oh, my God. It's very good to me. <laughs> uh, I Okay. Uh, now I feel really silly saying this. I some, Something that I picked up on, like, God, one of my like second or third rewatchings is how much, how immature Dexter is in terms of, like, okay. Now I know I have to be really sentimental, whatever. Yeah. And we kind of see like the flashbacks from yeah. it, like, you know, um, but in a moment where he knows Rita wants to connect with him and he could say anything, yeah. you know, uh, a family or whatever, uh, an Atari. <laughs> so I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Yeah. Um, no, disagree but, with me. No, I'm not. Do it. But um, he also says like, this is where she storms out, leaves me and calls me a science experiment, or right. a science project. Yeah. So it's like, he's, I mean, how old do you think Dexter is? That's 30s? a great question. Um, it's like, he's been doing this for a while yeah, now. Yeah. So he knows how this goes. Now, Rita hopefully is different. I don't know. Um, but it's like, so, you know, I could see him being a little immature in the sense of like, in his head, this is going nowhere. She's going to leave within yeah. a matter of weeks because it's not going anywhere. It's not going where she wants it to go. And, so, you and, know. And the first time we meet Dexter and Rita, he does say she's perfect because yeah. like she's just a mask. Yeah. In terms, you know, kind of like how we talk about masks. She's just there. So he has like 
something. Right. He's not the freak who just goes home. Right. Comes, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, once she... And, you know, Dexter, by the end of the episode, we, I mean, kind of... Yeah, man, I'm getting all when we were talking about getting confused. But, you know, Dexter sees the RV and he's like, huh, I wonder if Rita would like this. Yeah. Like, that's... that's There's a little evolving going around, yeah. going on right. within him. I, I have, like, the whole episode of him just, like, consciously being like, how do I... Almost, how do I fake it? How do I fake it? And almost like, how do I make this work? And it's almost like he wants him and Rita to work, but at the same time, he is faking it, you know? And um, it just goes back, like in the flashbacks, Harry says, you know, um, you're not you're not getting the signals. Like, you have to try to get, like, the signals, you know? I, I want to talk, we'll get there, but I have something really, really smart, smart, well, something I, I picked up on watching at this time. Uh, j- just quick points before we get there. Rita goes to see Elena at the beach. Uh, we're back at Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. For sure, the last time I'm going to say this, definitely moves to Los Angeles after this. This is the last episode. This is the last episode that we're in. We're in For Miami. For sure. Yes. Betting all well, your money. Well, in terms of new seat, new gotcha. sets. Because his apartment is always going to be in, in, in uh, Miami, whatnot. But when she's at the beach and where the, the floater shows up, that's all Fort Lauderdale Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another Miami scene in here. I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, now we are full. Next episode will be fully in uh, um, um, California, Long Beach. Uh, and then, you know, we do see the husband eventually show up to the beach. And I can't imagine how awful, horrible that'd be. If you're at the beach, no, and a fucking body shows, that's I like that's not awful. Imagine, yeah, uh, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. Now that I think about it, um, and then and then we see that they have to go identify the body, mm-hmm. and Dexter and Rita take Elena there. The idea that Rita can't depend on Dexter emotionally, you know, because she's like, you know, do you want me to go? And she's like, no, no, I have this. Yeah, like, you can't even. Um, yeah, like. Rita does pick up on it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe it's like subconscious, just like the same way. I don't know. I, 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 I didn't write down an analogy to sort of do this, but you are sometimes better. Uh, like you're, we, we, you, you bought a new car recently yes, and it was just kind of like, no, come on, talk them down, talk them down. Like you're, I think you're better at negotiating with people. Yeah. You're kind of like, you know, um, I don't know what I'm good at, but I just mean like in terms of like <laughs> giving right. go but I, there. But I also feel like if, if my, a friend of mine, if she's possibly identifying her husband, yeah, I wouldn't send you in with her. That's true too. You know what I mean? That's like, and, and Dexter doesn't think of that as all. He's saying like she's picking up on it. She's seeing like I'm not a good shoulder to cry in. But at the same time, like if a coworker, like you're like, you know, of course. Let me say something too. Like Dexter says, the inability to feel has has its advantages. Yeah. And I mean, this is sort of like. This is going to get really deep and philosophical here. That's kind of like the joy of living. Yeah. You ever hear the Louis C.K. thing where he's like, you know, I one time, see, I forget what he says, but he's like, I was really sad. Uh-huh. And that made me so happy. Yeah. Because I am I get to feel sad. Right. Uh, but just the idea of like, you get to feel feelings. Yeah. But like the idea of like the inability, like imagine, and again, it's like, why would you want this? But what I guess trying to relate to Dexter, imagine never being sad you know, Rita leaves you. Right. She's cheating on you. Whatever. You don't feel anything. Yeah. Someone dies. You don't feel anything. But then you also don't get to get the joy of like loving someone. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I guess advantages and disadvantages. Definitely. In, in that moment. Um, and then we get we get one of its flashbacks where Harry says, kind of like you were saying. So the little girl comes up to Dexter. Oh, you going to the spring formal? Mm-hmm. No. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> Goes yeah. sends, sends her away. Um. And, you know, this is where Harry says, you know, you have to learn their signals. Um, the idea that this applies to all teenage boys. Yeah. Not necessarily <laughs> serial killers in training, you know. Yeah. Um, the next flashback is where I was like, God damn, Harry's really fucking great. Forget tra- training a serial killer. Just training teenage boys. Yeah. I mean, just think about that. Yeah. Like, like, listen, you got to be a little bit better of like, you know, I mean, think of how funny this is. We are, you're 30, I'm 32. Fic- picture when we're 40. Yeah. And I guess older, right? When you get to see your 13-year-old with another, yeah, whatever, you someone can, they're interested in. Talk. Well, no, no, what I'm saying <laughs> is the idea of like, you know, the the boy or girl is saying something 
you could tell i yeah. guess is what i'm saying and it's yeah. probably like you know but like if your son or daughter doesn't pick up on it, it's like oh what are I you know, doing? <laughs> that's gonna happen all the time yeah, and it's yeah, probably yeah. so funny too but it, it's funny it, 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 it's funny for like harry here because he's like not only training dexter to be normal yeah but there's also the idea of like you know you kind of raise your own boy and, yeah you know. what i kind of thought was interesting about that scene was um harry says that women and, and men are different and that yeah. they feel things when they become more intimate and dexter kind of said like yeah no it's not a big deal i'll fake it yeah because like up until i don't know how old he would be maybe 16 in this part sure um but up until then like he could just fake anything but like romance and like stuff like yeah. that like you're not even just faking yourself you're faking with other people and even harry says like you can't fake that connection like and harry almost like laughed at him because like his whole upbringing it's like oh i'll fake it dad i'll fake it like he almost became so good at faking it and now it's like there's this whole obstacle that you li- if you don't have chemistry with someone or if yeah. you can't connect with someone you can't fake that yeah. and you see it now yeah. what 15 years later for dexter you that know? that's the flashback we jumped over a scene but that's the flashback where i was like you know that's a great parenting lesson like yeah the idea of women perceive something, women perceive stuff different than men do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, God, I, I'm, I'm sorry for keep saying this. I don't remember if it was on Six Feet Under or Dexter. The idea of, of you know, men in terms of like attraction, men are, men are a lot more superficial. Mm-hmm. Whereas women, it's a lot more emotional. You know, yeah. the idea of like, yeah, if you're funny, I can date you. And men, it's not like, you know men are a really funny woman and i'm totally skipping over the whole gay <laughs> like you know i i don't i just i'm not gay i don't know the the idea of like dating there but like harry's so right i feel like yeah. i i don't think i was ever told that i think i was shown that yeah well you know like just women receive things differently right um the scene we jumped over uh batista gets a pay bump grade and they go out yeah <laughs> uh and it's funny here like dexter the idea of like dexter being let's say he's post 35 okay i guess we could find out what age he is yeah. closer to 40 i guess i'd say uh, i don't know actually maybe he's like 35 i mean he's like 35 um the idea of him asking like other guys like yeah how do you make it work yeah <laughs> you la know pasión. la pasión <laughs> <laughs> um and then after this night we see that batista is obviously lying about everything he's separated from nina and dexter has to drive him home uh anything on this because i have a huge nitpick here and i'm allowed one per week you said it janet allowed it if it's janet the, allowed it it's okay it's but in the i contract. don't know if i allowed it but right. janet I'll, I'll go with it then well do you have anything on this before i go to my little nitpick no so when batista wakes up he goes to the air conditioner and that's when dexter's like um hello like yeah. not too close too close um dexter that apartment a lot of windows the yeah. whole front part of the apartment, if right. you know what I'm talking about, with the doors, all windows. South Florida. That little air conditioner cannot cool that whole place down. But you know or what? that living room down. You think he has both? I think a central AC and the air the or little he unit. Could have, he could have um, multiple window units. No, no. I'm talking about just for, cause just for that living room. The living room and kitchen. Yeah. Because we see the windows. Okay, that's a, that's a crazy nitpick. But I'm saying, <laughs> and clearly it didn't work well if Batista's standing in front of it. No, I, so there I, you go. I, I, I guess, I guess my end point is South Florida is so hot. Like, there would be more than that, and I know the whole idea. So he has the blood slice. I'm allowed one nitpick. Janet, I'm, I'm blaming you for that one nitpick. <laughs> I just say South Florida is really hot, and if you have that many windows, is South Florida hot? Uh, enough. Let me see now. <laughs> So Dexter uh, takes the La Pasión while watching Terms of Endearment to go down on Rita. That was ridiculous. <laughs> and I watched the episode twice. I watched it a few days ago and I was like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Then I watched it again today and I was like, oh, my, I forgot. And I was like, this is really crazy. And I love how he says, I'll rent a DVD, something light. <laughs> then rents that. Is that, I, I'm a, I've always assumed this movie is just okay. because of... I know it from Dexter. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I think it's like one of the saddest movies ever. Mm -hmm. Like, never want to watch it. Um, But, yeah, and Rita's hysterical crying, and then he thinks that consoling her is going down on her. But if you, if you, you're right, but you think about it in terms of like Dexter's really immature here. Like, why wouldn't he? And also, La Pasión. Of course, La Pasión. And then there's another flashback where, you know, baby Dexter's, uh, do you think one day I'll feel it? 
and Harry gets kind of, uh. Oh, I know that was really sad. Yeah. Uh, I think Harry said, like, I hope so, maybe. Maybe I'm making that up, but I think he... I don't know if he said it. I thought he just kind of like put his hand on him or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I am going to do spoilers this episode after after we're done recording. Uh, so I'm summoned to the patio. What's that? I'm yeah, sorry. you're 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 <laughs> banished to the patio. Um, but it's really funny, and one one day, hopefully, I'll remember enough to remind you. Uh, this movie, Terms of Endearment, is like a little spoiler alert to something small. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I guess with that being said. What, uh, if I were to ask, just say one word, one word in your entire vocabulary, in the entire world, what would you like to say right now? Um, Break. And now a word from our sponsors. Stop running like a fucking psycho and get back to work. Sorry, Sergeant. And we're back with part two of the podcast. Two things I want to bring up here. Only one. <laughs> no, we're gonna do. We're, we're <laughs> no. gonna we're gonna do two. One. Um, so South Florida's hot. We know South Florida's so hot. Oh my god. So. We are episode five. Soon we're going to be six. And before you know, we're going to be done with season one. Yeah. And I say this genuinely only because this is not something I fish out for. It's not even something I do with six feet under. Like the idea of like we're doing this. I did six feet under out of like passion and we're doing Dexter. It's fun for us. Yeah. More than anything. Right. Like I don't I mean, I do have a passion for Dexter, but nowhere near for like six feet under. And you're doing this because you wanted to watch the show. But in the end, it's fun. Um, and I say that to say, like, because I know some, the way some, some things are categorized, oh, forgive me, podcasts are categorized, the idea of, um, rating us on iTunes. Like, if you do actually enjoy the podcast, like, head over to iTunes and give us, just so there's something there. Yeah. Because when something is, like, that many episodes deep and there's zero ratings, it's kind of like, ah, oh, this is probably awful. And if we are awful, fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, what I'm saying is don't give us five stars just because. Yeah. If you think it's a three, if you think it's a one, if you think it's awful, like, f- just put it. Just, like, and, and, and the same idea of, like, write in if you have something to add to yeah. the episode. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And people do point out like just the same way. I mean, how much, you know, I've watched Dexter so many times. I never took love American style the way you did. Yeah. And other people have other stuff. Um, so yeah, if, if you feel so inclined to give us a rating on iTunes and again, I'm not telling you what number to put it. Just, just so there's something there. Um, if I nitpick too much, one star. (laughs) Uh, second thing, Marissa was asking, if any of our musical, musically inclined fans out there, they wanted to uh, maybe give us a sample of what of what we're looking for. So this part of the podcast and with Dexter storyline, we're sort of doing like kill of the week, where right. we could kind of package all of Dexter's storyline into right. the kill of the week because it's, yeah. it's pretty centric. It's really, I mean, taking a step back to the side here, uh, going inside the podcast. We find it sometimes hard to categorize everything because it's like, God, Dexter's so centric. He pops up in like every... So how do you not talk about... But this right. week, it was actually a little bit easier. Yeah. And Kill of the Week is kind of always going to be a thing. Yes. It, it, it's going to start... I know I know for sure it starts branching out so much that it's like, unless you do the episode scene by scene, it's almost impossible. But that being said, you wanted maybe a little intro. Right. So for, again new to podcasts so new to how this whole thing works but Mm -hmm. i'm thinking of like talk shows and when they have a segment that's pretty much on every episode they usually have like a little intro Mm -hmm. of something to bring out the segment so i was thinking if we could possibly get someone or if you could get some robot or michael c hall or michael (laughs) c hall now but let me ask you what would that sound like it's a cook cook kill of the week (laughs) We could actually just cut that. That was perfect. That was amazing. <laughs> no, I think we should end the podcast. Like the entire five ratings, just yeah. five stars. Just but then for we that. Could be like, what time it is? And then play that. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we're still learning, guys. Get, 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 get to <laughs> five it. Five stars. Fellow talk passengers. 
Uh, so our 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 kill two kills or should I that say that messes kills. up the whole thing though. See? Yeah. Okay, we gotta rethink so this. So when you're out there producing it, <laughs> make two versions. Yeah, please. For kill kills. Please. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, and you can send that to diggingdexter at gmail.com. <laughs> Do our job for us. Um, so our kills of the week. Um, we find Rita at work and her coworker Elena crying over her missing husband ernesto yes uh we did kind of talk a touch on a little bit but just to set it up that they promise freedom they i don't like saying the word but i guess they do they ship them from cuba to america so yeah so i guess um these uh cuban immigrants give like their life savings to this to this couple this fate this guy and he promises to get them here safely and then kind of flips the script on him and says, oh, now that you're here, you yeah. owe us this much. And if they can't pay, they go up missing. Yeah. I wonder what to, what, why kill them? Why not just take, why not just be like, all right, fine, whatever you have, give me. No, that's a good question. Like instead of like, if you if he's asking for 25000 and right. they only have ten, And also. Like take the ten and who can't, like right. they're not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean. TV yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after talking to uh, with the immigration cop, uh, I, it was a little bit funny, right? Like where he's just like, yeah, so I got your maid. It's not, yeah. my, it's ah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, we find that one of the immigration suspects is Jorge Castillo. So Dexter heads to the junkyard. Uh, I love, I love fake Dexter. Yeah. It's so, because he's yeah. so like normal got like he's great yeah at being it's so funny he's be, he's great at being like totally deranged serial killer and psycho just, sociopath and he's also great at being what's his name here like daryl butler yeah something <laughs> like so, dave cutler dave cutler yeah <laughs> and he's so great at yeah. being you know uh um and it's funny too because he, he like here he seems like a pushy customer that like you know what? I do have to keep an eye on you because yeah. you just won't leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he, you know, obviously Dexter's not like that, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of what are the, some of the lines he says in there. He's like, oh, I'm just trying to uh, finish up my 66 Stingray. Yeah. She's a beaut. Yeah. <laughs> it's such it's such great nonsense filler talk. Yeah. Um, and Toyard, by the way. Like the fact that this, this is a junkyard. Okay, junkyard. Okay, but still, whatever it is, the fact that this guy runs the whole thing by himself is so not believable. But if you are going to hide and kill anyone, like junkyard, where it's at? Yeah, yeah, like, right. There, like there's, you can't even imagine, you know, trying to look through all of that. Like that's like perfect place. Right, for that. right. Sad to say. So Dexter does some night stalking, and he sees that this there's a shipping container of sorts in the middle. I don't know what it was. Yeah, just the way I the guess, door was. Yeah. Uh, um, and just disgusting, like really sad, yeah. like life, like worse than prison. Yeah, definitely. these are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, I prefer to be in prison. Um, and but we also see that this is not where he kills him. And I know a little bit later he sees he kills him on the boat. No, I think he does put oh, him in like a shipping container type thing. No, but, he's, but Dexter... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking about Dexter. Yeah. No, um, no. So yeah, he drowns them. He drowns on them the, on the boat? On the boat. I was a little confused because when he opens that cooler or whatever... Yeah. So I don't know what that is. Um, I'm not totally sure there was sure like that two is. bodies in there. Yeah. So I, I, I answered my own question is like, where does he do the killing? He just throws them off the boat. Yeah. But he kills them there. Yeah. He drowns them on the boat. They uh, I just don't know. Like, is there a pool inside the boat? I don't know. I'm talking about someone who doesn't know boats. I know that um, some of those boats could have like little bathrooms that yeah. are like teeny, teeny, tiny. So if he like fills that up mm-hmm. or um, who knows, it could even be like just some vessel that leads out into the true, ocean. Like true. if you have a bathroom and it yeah. just discards it, you know what I mean? But yeah. Uh, and then obviously we see that the, we, we talked about in Dexter and Rita scene that where the Ernesto shores up on the beach. Dexter does some investigating on his own boat. During the daytime, he goes by their house. Mm-hmm. This is the scene that I forgot earlier that this is in Miami. And actually, right by, if you go, uh, you know, those like, they have them like New York City, almost like duck tours. Yeah. Uh, they have that that kind of, the, similar to that, that leave out of Bayfront Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like a celebrity cruise of sorts. And you go to see yeah. all they these houses. Yeah, cruise in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, it's sim- very similar to yeah. that. 
this goes by his house. So cool. And you have to remind me during the week to post the pictures because I took my own pictures. Uh, but it's also right near, and not this would matter to you. Uh, I'm talking about when he sees Jorge Castillo's house and yeah. we meet his wife. Yeah. Um, that house is also like a few blocks away from the Scarface mansion mm. in Scarface. So this is still, we're still in Miami. Um, but so then here he goes back to the junkyard to do some night investigation. No, where is it that he does the, in, what part do I have yeah, here? Yeah, he looks at lost the junkyard and then he goes back and uh, now he goes on the boat the second time. Oh, uh, this is where I was. Uh, um, the music, I love it because it's like, I, it makes so much sense in my head. I can't say it. It's like me trying to describe the genre of the intro song. Yeah. I can't, but like. It's funny because I feel like you always pick up on the music, but I feel like I'm just too into the show. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't even like notice it. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I don't. Yeah. No, there's there's a I'm pretty sure that episode next week, it ends with a great music piece. Uh-huh. Um, you'll you'll pick up on it as we get later into yeah. it. Yeah. Because a little while the music is great. Also gets recycled a lot mm-hmm. and it has a very Dexter tone to it, whatnot. Um, and then we see Jorge Castillo. Oh, yeah. So he's doing the. I'm talking. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the music when Dexter's on his boat, okay. investigating. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the music. It ad- it adds a lot of tension to it. Okay. You know, uh, it's funny if you don't notice that. If you go back and watch it, you'll see because there's such little things, musical cues that you pick up on. Uh, I'm sorry, not music, uh, visual cues, uh-huh. but something like that ratchets it up. And like, if you don't notice it, like, you know, um, but yes, this is where, so having no idea what this part of the boat is, where the two bodies are also how incredibly risky it is. This is where, Jorge, so Dexter's there. He sees the bodies and then Jorge Castillo comes yeah. and Dexter has to do hiding and whatnot. Um, but dude just has like dead bodies on his boat. I don't, like sea creatures, fishes, but you also- stank. <laughs> But you, but you also have to um, think about that this guy... Was his boat parked outside of his house? No, this was like at the marina. Okay. But um, either way, like if you rent like a boat slip and if this guy's living a few blocks from the Scarface mansion, like that, the boats that he's um, docking, yeah. the, the, you know, that they're not yeah. doing anything or, or who knows, maybe they are, yeah. you know? But um, I think that, you know, if you have enough money like that, people aren't going yeah, to even... Yeah, that's true. Uh, so then, you know, we, we see at the end where, where Dex, the start of the kill per se, the way he draws out Jorge. Yeah. Like incredible showmanship here by Dexter. The candles. Yeah. Like that's, that's a lot of, you know, um, I guess what this says to his addiction or how much he, he craft, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Cause imagine craft for sure. Like look how much. Again, TV show I understand. And I'm not nitpicking here. I'm just saying the idea of getting like 20 candles. Yeah. You know how much I have bitches lighting those? <laughs> Are you like, sure you're not nitpicking? I'm not. No, no. You I'm saying one. No, no. I'm saying that's a lot of... That's, he he really cares about yeah. crafting his kill. Yeah. Uh, let, let me say this too. Forget the candles. You know how hard it is probably to plastic the inside of that RV? Oh my gosh. Like, I yeah, know. That's so much work. Yeah. That was <laughs> and like, nuts. If, right. And if you think I am nitpicking... I'll pay you money for how much the plastic costs. Go ahead and try and plastic your own living room. Yeah. It's so much work. Yeah. I sound like I, I know from experience. I could just only tell, you know. You, uh, taping. When you're painting. Ugh, yeah. The worst part. You know how much work that is? Yeah. <laughs> you the know? worst part. Uh, then again, I guess, I guess Dexter is so deranged that like he, he probably, probably enjoys gets, it. Yeah, yeah. He probably really likes it. Um, when his wife came out and was looking for her husband. Yeah. And then opened up the door. Yeah. That was my gasp of the week. And wait, wait, wait. Yeah, look at this. And I have it in my notes. And we find out the wife is involved with this. Gasp of the week when you heard this? No. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and if anyone wants to make a, it's a gasp of the week. What? We <laughs> but um, yeah, that was definitely my gasp of the week because I was not. And, and it's so funny how you could just assume that the wife doesn't know. Like, oh, the poor, like, even Dexter was like, oh, I hate making someone a widow. She has no clue what she married herself into. Right. And it's like, she was almost worse than him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But she's just yeah. treating them like, like garbage. Yeah. 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 Like, like animals. It, it was yeah. Really? I couldn't. I, that, that one was definitely surprising. Um, laugh out loud moment when Dexter's about to kill them. And he's like, listen, listen, and you guys fucking answer me and you got to be serious. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do it? Yeah. <laughs> 
No, that was that was that and and um the scene where he's about to kill him before he asks and they look at each other and they just say like I love you, I love you so much, I love you so much. Yeah. Dexter's face is literally like, <laughs> Whoa. Like yeah. what's happening? And it's like, dude, you're about to kill them. Of mm-hmm. course that they're you know, of course they're gonna say like their last words to each other and he like his face was like what and actually he says, and I thought this was interesting, he says, They're just like me or he's just like me. So um, you know, how can he have these feelings? But you know, just be it, if you do kill someone or if you are a serial killer, I don't think that that just automatically assumes that you're just like Dexter, but I guess that's what Dexter assumes. Did you pick up that line? Where he uh, was like, he's like me. How does he have feelings? Sort of. Yeah. 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 Um, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then in an episode, I think I said in the beginning of the episode, the idea of like, there's a lot of love that happens in this episode where well, you took love American style completely different. This yeah. is between, but just here, like Dexter... I need to make Rita stick around. Like, yeah. how the hell do you guys do it? You know, um, our, our episode closes up with Dexter packing up the two bodies. And this is where I sort of said the cliffhanger here that we see a little eye in the, in the trunk of a car. Did you pick up on I that? I didn't even see that. Oh my God. So at <laughs> I the end, it twice. okay. And, that, and that's fine. It, it is. Um, well, that's funny that you totally skipped that. And that's fine. Uh, so as Dexter's leaving the junkyard in the morning, yeah, and he just the idea of like, you know, I should have maybe I should have not killed when I did, wasn't plan mm-hmm. planning to, but sometimes you got to go off script. And as he's leaving in one of the uh, in one of the junkyard cars in the trunk, like where the keyhole is, yeah. there's an eye. What? So someone watched Dexter do this. Wow, that's How really I funny. That? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> um. I, I had a question here, like thoughts or predict. I guess let me ask you here on the fly, and if you don't have any, you could yeah. say no, and, and we'll move on. But like a prediction of who that is, or like where that ends up. I if mean, you don't know, it's I guess fine. I'm gonna predict that it's the ice truck killer because we know that he is following. We know that he knows Dexter. We know that he's like following Dexter to a certain degree. Yeah, because um, in, tells him. Yeah, because in the hospital. He takes a pic, like he knows that Dexter's going to go to that hospital and then takes the picture of him, you know? Right. So I guess if I had to assume, I would assume it's the ice truck killer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I guess in a way, I feel like he's following Dexter to be like one step ahead of Dexter. Right. But uh, that, yeah, I just learning about that now. Um, that's my only. Yeah. And we have the episode on now, so you, you'll catch it if you want to. While I'm talking, you can keep your head on the screen. Uh, but yeah, definitely there's an eye that watches Dexter do everything. Um, and yes, Dexter pulls away in the car. And you see here. Now oh you see God. the eye. Yeah, I don't even know how I missed that. It's like they can't zoom in anymore. Yeah. There's literally on the screen it says eye right here. Literally, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and he says like, you know, maybe going against the plan wasn't something, whatnot. Um, I love the monologue he has to himself while he's on the boat. Let me ask you, is this the first time you've seen him on his boat dumping the body? Or has this, has this happened before? I want to say this is the first time. Okay. Um, yeah, this is how he obviously gets rid of the bodies. Um, so that little fish finder that he was looking at, I think that that's a fish finder. Were those marks, do you think fish or do you think bodies? I think bodies. Yeah. Um, and something... Like a little bit of a spoiler, they'll they will allude to that later. Okay. And so I'm like ninety nine percent sure that's okay. that's bodies. Uh, but his monologue here, just the idea of like, um, you know, he likes being alone. Yeah, obviously enjoys it, but you know, like relationships, like sometimes it's a risk, and he's obviously taking a huge risk because <laughs> you know yeah. he's faking it more than anyone. Um, I know I just like this little, little montage and yeah, see, and this coming after. You know, he realizes two people can love each other that much while being just sort of like him. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, yeah, and I just had a thing here, like, at the end of the episode where Rita asks him what he longed for, then at the end of the episode, he's just like, do you ever dream? And they get to the whole thing of, like, yeah, just, I want to one day be content. That's, and it, we, we said it already, but that's Dexter evolving. Yeah. Just a little, you yeah. know, one person. I feel like when Dexter answered her and said, I just want to be content, and then she kind of just goes into like having a happy life. Yeah. I feel like he genuinely wanted to have that conversation and genuinely wanted to 
feel or wants to feel content but when she said something about having like a normal happy life or whoever she put it he definitely like turned like his dexter mask on i was like yeah no thrills or fr- whatever he says you know no excitement you know yeah. just and um and then she just like eats that up like she loves that but let me um, let me let, to your point because i was gonna say i think the scene is shot michael c hall is being 1000 percent genuine yeah he's really driven his most of it. but if you think about what he says like none of it's like dexter is content so how could he one day want to be content? I think more of what, I, I, maybe like peeking behind like the curtain a little bit, like maybe not have to re- make. Uh, see, I was gonna say maybe not have to rely on killing people, but not want. Same thing he said to Harry. Like, do you think one day I'll feel it? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess this is him trying to say, do you like? I want to one day feel it. Yeah. And I also think that we can sit here and say that he's content, but is he really? Because the whole episode, he's just focusing on... Chasing how to... Yes. Behave, uh, be with Rita. Yeah. And so give her what she he's wants. Not as right. content as like true, we true, think. Or true. maybe as even he thinks. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that maybe he needs Rita just as much as she needs him. Yeah. Even if it's not um, the same... Yeah the same desires and, and even though we just kind of called dexter a liar for what he was saying here but then like we kind <laughs> of came and then we kind of came back and was like oh maybe he was telling the <laughs> truth uh i guess i guess if you take the scene for it's at its face value or not it is a sweet scene yeah sweet scene between them you know uh the idea of like i just want to one day be content um yeah i you know a nice scene and it has the same music piece from last week that being said that brings us to the end of our episode uh, anything you want to add? Anything you want to say? I think I'm good. Wow. I don't have episode six, so what's episode six? Come what? On. Off, off the cuff, come on. Little bit of a spoiler. I want to see if you pick up on it. Return to sender. Anything? You know what we have to start doing? I think we have to do it in later seasons. We're also going to make you watch the trailer. Oh my gosh! So they do like thirty second, like next week on yeah. Dexter. You yeah. Know? Um. <laughs> yeah. Because then I just w- I want to get like little quick imprints from that something you something you can't do. I tell you every almost every time you can't read the fucking Netflix yeah. episode descriptions because they say like in this episode after Dexter kills the two people <laughs> with the, they didn't know the wife yeah the ice truck killer finds the menthol wrapper right. and it's like what the fuck <laughs> like you know so um, Return to Sender I don't have anything now but mm-hmm. it's like I probably will we'll open next week like ah oh, I come know on. yeah yeah literally. <laughs> Uh, I guess with that being said, we you can give us a follow. We are on Instagram at Digging Podcast. Send us an email at diggingdexter at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at Digging Podcast. What am I missing? I think you've hit it all. Uh, Again, just thank you so much for any feedback, even if it's just, hey, I like you guys. Or I don't. Or I don't. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, it's, it's definitely really cool to have any feedback at all whatsoever. Um, and it makes this even more fun for us. So. That being said, stick around for spoilers because there are, there is some stuff that alludes to later episodes. And with that being said, we will talk to you next week. Alright guys, we're here with some spoilers, and if you have other spoilers or stuff I didn't pick up on, definitely send it in because I like watching these episodes knowing, you know, which episodes allude to future stuff, so uh, if you're a huge fan of the show Dexter like me and you know you pick up on stuff, uh, if you want to help me out, or, you know, just stuff to mention. Stuff I picked up on this episode, uh, I mean, obviously it's no secret, but... This is the first scene where we meet Brian, the ice truck killer, and obviously Dexter's brother. Um, and it's so funny. I asked, like, you know, I asked Marissa on the episode. I just called him the doctor because I didn't want to be too obvious of who he is. Um, but it's like, of course, he's a limb specialist, you know? Um, it's so funny how they telegraph it without saying who it is, you know? If you're like, if I was a smarter TV watcher when I first watched the show, I would have been like, oh, shit, wait a second. This guy's got to be connected. Uh, and we'll wait to see how quick Marissa makes that connection. Um, Brian sort of flirts with Deb here. And he even says the line, you know, I may have to fight you for this one, which sort of makes me wonder. And I guess this is why I have a podcast on it. Like, was this his plan 
to capture Tony Tucci, knowing Deb would be the investigating officer and he would date her to eventually propose to her and do the thing on the boat? Um, or was he just rolling with the punches all along? You know, So something like that's kind of funny to think about. Uh, last spoiler I have, the DVD. This is a, a pretty funny one, and I did sort of mention it on the episode. The DVD that Dexter and Rita watch, Terms of Endearment, stars John Lithgow. So obviously season four, Trinity Killer. And that's that. Uh, if you guys have other spoilers or whatnot, I can mention them here. And thank you for listening, everyone.